from the 91.5 WGRE Studios. This is Seth Monholland. And this is Brandon Pangan. And you are listening to Your Sound Alternative, 91.5 WGRE. How's it going, Brandon? Good. Not bad, not bad. We, uh, we, uh, we had a great morning uh, today. Uh, it's good to be with you all on the air and just talk about it. We were down in Bloomington, Indiana. Yeah, it was fantastic with Father uh, Joseph. Yeah, he's a... He's a good friend of mine, and uh, a friend of mine, Janine's, too. We hang out with Father Joseph a lot, and, uh, dude, riding around on those limes. Yeah, and limes are much better than birds. Limes are so much better clear. than birds. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. I'm surprised nobody just ate it. We did, we did pretty good. I'm proud of us. Nobody ate the limes. Yeah. <laughs> or asphalt. Yeah. I think we need to get limes and birds on campus here at the ball. That'd be great. If you don't know what a lime is or a bird, they're like these motorized electric scooters. Mm-hmm. Zero emissions. And it's like a dollar to start, and then it's like 15 cents for every minute. Yeah. So we were like we rode around for like technically an hour, and it only cost us like eight eight fifty. Yeah. It was really so good. cheap. Yeah. So good. And it's so, you go like 20 miles an hour. So we're just like cruising around the campus of IU, <laughs> hanging out. And we thought it would be super fun to just like try to meet people on campus, but in a totally random way. So, so we went to Target and bought pillows for like $4 a pillow. And we just walked around campus and... You've probably seen, like, the video of it, but we just decided to try it out. You just, like, chuck a pillow at someone, and then you take the other pillow and just start wailing on each other. It's fun. You, like, you, you like throw the pillow at the other person, and you're like, all right, are you ready? <laughs> I just, like, stare him down. Oh, my gosh. Like, Brandon got... Some people actually guy. will... If Surprisingly, like, if you make good enough eye contact, they'll, like, take it, and they'll just start going for it. And then other people will just, like... They won't even catch the pillow. It'll just hit them, and they'll keep walking. It's kind of, it's some heavy rejection. I don't know. I'm feeling a little, I don't know, unloved by these people. I don't know why. It's okay, Brandon. <laughs> I still accept you Thank and you. affirm you for who you are, even though it's good brotherhood. Random good. strangers wouldn't get in pillow fights with you. Thank you. I got rejected too. I like threw this pillow at a guy, and he like caught it, and he just like looked at me right back, and was just like, no. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> they're ruthless. Yeah, they won't even give you like a smirk or anything. Um, yeah, so awesome morning to start off, but uh, we're going to continue with um, our our little radio show called uh, The Art of Living, and we're going to take on the persona of the striving guys. So, yeah, now we're the striving guys. The, we are the striving guys. As soon as we walked into the studio, we were the striving guys. Mm-hmm. Today, what are we going to talk about today, Seth? So we thought today we'd talk some more uh, on the concept of freedom. Like, you have to be someone who's free to strive. Um, and there's a couple of different views of freedom, different different viewpoints, different things. Um, I know that I studied in philosophy in college, um, and uh, probably a lot of people on campus here at DePaul are studying, or if you're listening online, like, you know, a lot of people study freedom because it's kind of a big deal. Marca, freedom. Um, mm mm-hmm. So yeah, just because uh, it's yeah, it's a, a very good thing. You have to be free in order to be someone who's striving, mm. because it is a big deal to to strive. Like, are are we free to strive? Um, so we wanted to take a little look 
at different concepts of freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got freedom from other things is a, a pretty commonly held uh, belief within freedom. And then Brandon, freedom, freedom too, yeah. as well. Um, we'll go a little more into depth, but uh, yeah, Seth, do you want to start off talking about what uh, freedom from looks like? Yeah. Uh, so I think freedom from is going to be the concept that people are more familiar with uh, growing up in like modern day America. Uh, like freedom, obviously, is a very, very common and big ideal in our country. Uh, having the freedom to do whatever we want, when we want. I think that's kind of the concept of freedom from that most people are familiar with. Uh, yeah, thinking of just like the most basic understanding of freedom is probably, you just think of like um, freedom from oppression or freedom from bondage, mm-hmm. just being um, free and the word's going to start losing interest or you're going to start losing meaning behind the word as we talk about freedom today. But uh, but yeah, freedom from just like, take for example, um, like we could talk about slavery, just like being caged up or being bonded to something so you can't be free to do as you please. Mm-hmm. Um, and so freedom is having the ability to move around I guess I don't know now I'm just getting freedom's like the, the this this modern day American view of freedom uh, it has a lot to do with nothing imposing itself upon you mm. so like this freedom from concept it's mm. a, it's a lot about uh, you're free from anything externally yes restraining you from doing something whether like you're bringing up the example of like slavery or mm-hmm. there's also like the example of uh, I think like servitude too like if you're indebted to someone mm-hmm. if you owe someone something mm-hmm. then you're not free mm-hmm. to do whatever you want because you have a right and a duty to repay them first right mm-hmm. you know? yeah and freedom from I feel like is just like you really can't do anything about it mm-hmm. so like if you are if there's an external force working on you you can't like escape from that freedom on your own mm-hmm. so Yeah, um, I think a really good... Oh, you wanted to talk about, uh, particularly, like, in terms of relativism Mm -hmm. in that concept. Yeah, I think think one of the things that comes to mind talking about uh, relativism and freedom, uh, I think relativism is something that uh, sees freedom from as the only, like, required good. I don't want to have anyone imposing any idea upon me, and I don't want to impose ideas upon mm-hmm. anyone else either. Uh, so, like, you just believe what you want to believe, and I'll believe what I want to believe. And um, yeah, I think I think that's where relativism, like that—that's the fullness of it. Is like is not restricting, not putting any external forces from one person to another upon them to have a freedom. And I think, I don't know, hopefully my tone doesn't sound like too negative around this type of freedom. Like Mm -hmm. this type of freedom is a good thing. Like Mm -hmm. to to be free from external forces that are acting upon us. But we also like, this isn't the only type of freedom that we have, uh, which is what we'll get to when we're talking about freedom too. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
but it, it this is where it ends. This is only like these external forces. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing, nothing is imposing me, so I can just do whatever I want, mm-hmm. whenever I want. Um, which I, I think, like ultimately, like the uh, our modern Westernized view of freedom being limited to just the view of freedom excuse me freedom of external forces upon me has led to the big buy-in of relativism within our culture because yeah nothing is restricting like we we are the like the americas in particular have like learned just how bad slavery was you know mm-hmm. so we don't want to go down that road again mm-hmm. so let is let us make sure that nobody has anyone telling them what to do mm-hmm. at any point in time it's almost like this knee-jerk reaction yeah we we shouldn't have an A external woundedness, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you know and i think the woundedness is probably something that like ties us into our next point about uh addiction right yeah so with addiction i feel like that's a good way to like segue in so um with addictions um thinking about how say i am let's talk about a drug we're not going to get into specifics obviously but so i i am free to do this drug i'm not hurting anybody if i do this drug and no one can stop me from doing this because you can't restrict me otherwise I'm not free and I need complete freedom. So now I'm free to do this drug. The issue is now that I have no external forces on me to stop myself from doing this drug, the internal forces kick in. Even though I am free from anyone stopping me to do it, I am no longer free to do anything but the drug. So if I have this addiction, I'm no longer free to um, you know, stop myself. I don't have the option anymore because of internal forces. Um, and so that's kind of like moving into freedom two. I don't know if that's, if, I think that's like a fair segue into freedom two as you explain Talos more. Seth, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, I think just to, to touch on to like uh, one last thought mm-hmm. of freedom from. Yeah. Uh, this is also kind of where we get uh, this real big part of our culture that wants uh, to like rebellious teens right like non-compliance of the law or non-compliance of things that are just like that are done in a decide, like decided right way but it just doesn't make sense to me so I'm not going to follow it mm-hmm. but like, but actually like these things are just they're gone through in the right way at least most of the time they're just and if, if things aren't just like we yeah we should fight against unjust laws but uh, but for the most part you know like if, if a law is something that uh, has been achieved diplomatically in the way that it's supposed to. I think of like the drinking age being a big mm-hmm. one. Like, I don't know why lawmakers decided that 21 was the right age for people to go drink. Uh, but what I do know is that like in having an obedience to that law is something that will will help me uh, be this uh yeah it'll help me have a fuller understanding of um my my own self uh if if i can follow that law and just like discipline and train myself to follow something that doesn't make sense to me not like that i'm like a blind sheep that's following i can still question and think that this law doesn't make any sense i want to learn more and i want to fight and i want to figure out uh the ways that this can make the most sense and challenge it and not accept it, uh, 
but to follow it anyways is something that um, I think that we, we can kind of miss out uh, in the freedom from mindset, uh, which is kind of leads us to the freedom to mindset uh, as well, uh, which is kind of the more classical uh, view of, of freedom, uh, a, a long-held trait. Um, just to recap, if you're just tuning in, uh, Brandon and I, we are the striving guys. We were talking about uh, the art of living on our, our radio show series and podcast. And uh, this afternoon, we've been talking about the concept of freedom, talking about uh, the differences of freedom from uh, when, when you don't have any external forces that are imposing upon you or telling you what to do. Uh, like we can think of the ways that we live this out in our American society. You know, like we, we are given freedoms uh, and the, the rights to do certain things. That so that external forces can't mm-hmm. yeah, can impose on us. We have the, the this is a, a new example, but we, we have the, the right to free speech, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so long as we're not imposing upon other people's rights, mm-hmm. the government can never come in and tell us that we can't say what we want or have the opinions that we want as long as we're not making other people feel safe, right? We've mm-hmm. been seeing this on campus with protests and mm-hmm. whatnot going on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, as long as your rights are not imposing upon the right, or your desires are not imposing upon the rights of other people, you're free to do those things and free to have free speech. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's, there's this freedom from mm-hmm. external things imposing upon us. We're going to take a little time here now to start talking about freedom to do things. Yeah. Um, um, I think a good example when talking about freedom to is the concept of playing an instrument. Um, so nobody is imposing on me that I cannot, if I see a piano, right? If there's a piano in a building and I go up to it, nobody's going to stop me. Well, hopefully nobody's going to stop me from playing that piano. Um, they can't, they might not like me playing the piano, but like they won't stop me. Right. So I can go up to that piano and I can just start playing the piano. But in reality, I've never played piano in my life. So I am free from people stopping me from playing that piano. But when I start banging on those keys, I am no longer free to actually enjoy playing it, right? Rather than somebody who has um, learned a discipline and learned to actually take the time and practice every day, this person actually has the freedom to play the piano and enjoy his time playing the piano. He can like riff around, he can play some classical music, he can play some new aged music, he can, um, what is the word? Just like, ah, what's the word, Seth, when you just, when you're playing with someone? Improvising, he can just improvise, play some blues with, you know, some other guy. But anyway, he he can play and enjoy himself and express himself through that art um, versus me, even though I'm free from um, people stopping me from playing the piano, uh, I am not free to enjoy playing the piano. So uh, talk a little bit more about this concept, Seth. I think uh, a great thing to share when you're talking about having the freedom to do things, mm-hmm. uh, one of the, the, the greatest things that we can do in our lives is have a mission, something that we stand for, have some, we all want to have meaning in our lives, right? This was bound to come up on a, a podcast about life, right? But like, what's the meaning of my life? Uh, and there's an ancient Greek concept, uh, Greek word uh, called telos, 
uh, T-E-L-E-O-S, Talos, and uh, to have, uh, to, uh, for a person to be fulfilling their Talos, they're doing the things that they were made to do. And one of the great and beautiful things about uh, accomplished piano player, like you were mentioning before, having this practiced skill, uh, being able to do this, um, w- when they're living up to the, the things that they've practiced to do, and when this is something that uh, is a really part of their mission and their meaning in life, you know, uh, they're fulfilling their talos. They're, they're able to live out and strive and make a, a change in the world and do something truly good and beautiful with their life because they're fulfilling the very thing that their life was meant and made for. Uh, I think of like last year on campus, right around this time of year, um, I remember sitting out on Stewart Plaza for an, a little pop-up concert with Yo-Yo Ma, uh, one of the most beautiful cellists in the world. And it was so cool to see. Oh, is that the picture of you in the uh, at Hoover? Yeah. Is that when you? <laughs> Not to like yeah. name drop or anything, but I'm pretty famous. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my wife and uh, my friend Martin and his wife Emily, uh, and their two two kids are, are all in the picture in the background over in uh in Hoover, in Hoover Dining Hall. It's nice. my my moment of fame wow. right there. You should sign that picture. I should <laughs> one day. I'm one. sure they'd be upset about that if you did that, but. And probably not. I'll sign it in like an expo marker there on the go. glass. There you so. go. That's, good. That's very polite. Uh, but yeah, listening to Yo-Yo Ma, uh, there's is beautiful to watch because not only was he sharing his love for music or like sharing his skill and his passion for music, he was also taking the time to enter into this with other people. Right? It was just this beautiful example mm-hmm. of like. This is a, a person who's living out his mission, living out what he's been called to do in life. Uh, yeah, which is just an incredible, awesome example, right, of uh, doing what we're meant to do, uh, you know. And enjoying it in the company of other people who can enjoy that with you. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, like, I can't play with Yo-Yo Ma because he would just be annoyed that I'm wasting his time, right? But versus other people who have, like, worked very hard at their art yeah. can, like, sit with him and actually, like, play, right? Brandon just be like, what strings are on a viola again? <laughs> I don't know. Is mayonnaise an instrument? <laughs> and at the same time, though, even, like, so the students who were playing at the GCPA that day, or, like, from the GCPA, like, they're very good. I, you know, I've heard them a, a little bit, but, I mean, for the most part, regardless of if they're good or not, like, they are still striving to do well in their art, and, like, he can appreciate that. He's been at that point, at some point, mm-hmm. leading up to where he is now. He knows where they are, and he can, like, like enter into that with them, mm-hmm. right, and just appreciate that. Um, and so there's, there's, like, there's joy that comes from running with other people in the same direction, mm-hmm. right? And at one point in time, Yo-Yo Ma probably also had a moment where he got to play with, with someone much better than him. Yeah. And that inspired him to pursue and achieve a, le- a greater level of greatness and to strive for something more. Exactly. Uh, and I, think, sh- I think, like, with Yo-Yo Ma, too, like, he is probably continuing to just get better and better. I don't think he's like, I'm, I'm good. I'm not going to practice anymore. I've, I've hit my stride. I think he's constantly striving, which is which is something great to see. Maybe Yo-Yo's just having a moment where he's like, yep, I've peaked. 
<laughs> I have done everything. I, don't, I mean, I don't blame him you know, if, if that's the case, if that's how he feels. I have lived my best life. No, he's probably... You're, I think you're right. Mm. Uh, what, what do you think that... What do you think it takes to be a person who... Like, to, to get to that point in your, in your life where you're like, okay, I like love and I have so much passion for this. Uh, what does it take to continue trying to be better? Hmm. Even when you know you've practiced a lot, I think, I think you would know. I think it's um, it's discipline. I think it requires like this, this like slight restriction on your life, right? So like, even if I want to learn to play, let's just continue with this this piano analogy. If I wanted to continue to play piano um, and learn and actually like get to the point where I can enjoy it, I would have to cut things out of my life that I would usually do, right? So if I'm living, a, if I have a certain schedule every single day and I want to suddenly learn how to play piano, I would need to find time throughout my day, sacrifice that time and replace it with time to practice. Mm-hmm. Seth, you, um, you recently were in that bike race uh, like a week ago. Yeah. And uh, yeah, tell us more about how you got to that point. That was so much fun. Mm-hmm. I, I love that so much. That was uh, fantastic. Yeah, thanks for bringing that idea. Yeah. Uh, the... I raced my first ever cyclocross race this past Sunday, um, and man, was I slow. <laughs> I had so many mechanical issues. Uh, like, I didn't even make it out of the whole shot before my chain had fallen off my bike. I'm, like, waiting, and, like, everybody's passing me. I'm like, no, guys, wait for me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, like had just this awesome time uh it was so much fun to like go out and go do this thing that i've been training for i've been riding my bike um almost every day at least every other day for the the past month and a half and training and working my way up um so i finally got in on a bike on a bike race in in indianapolis uh the brookside cross cup uh, and it was just this super fun chance and opportunity to like be challenged and go out and do something new I ended up taking 39th place out of 43 in my category. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, like, in spite of all my mechanicals, um, my chain coming off, my shoelace kept wrapping itself around my bike pedal. Mm -hmm. If you're going to ride in a bike race, get bike shoes and cleats that, like, clip into your bike pedal. Uh, I didn't have that. Uh, so clearly, like, there's all these different areas that I still need to grow mm-hmm. um, and keep training myself. And especially one thing that was a really big deal coming in, uh, cyclocrosses is, like, it's kind of like cross-country on a bike, but you also have to do these crazy obstacles. Like, mm-hmm. tell them about the staircase. I want to hear your <laughs> perspective on the staircase. Well, um, so there comes a point where you're, like, you're off-road and then you get to... Uh, a pretty like it's like three flights of stairs yeah and um so seth is so he is running past uh because you have to pick up your bike to get up the stairs obviously Mm -hmm. Uh, they don't ride up the stairs but seth um we're heckling seth because that's what you do with a good (laughs) friend is heckle them during the race and we're uh yeah cheering him on and he picks up his bike and cuts off this like young girl and <laughs> I didn't she's, she looks exhausted and she's just like, she's like trying to, you know, limp over to the stairs and Seth is just like booking it in front of her and we're cheering him on and 
Yeah, at some point I thought you were going to push her down the stairs because he <laughs> seems pretty amped, but you were doing really good, though. I mean, she was doing great, too, I'm sure. Yeah, it was just, like, so good, like, the, the categories that were behind me that, that passed me because there was a men's, like, amateur race. I didn't want to mention this part. But and then <laughs> there was, like, also, like, a uh, there was a women's race uh, like women's young adult and a women's senior and women's junior race. We were all on the track at the same time. So when my chain fell off, all of the women passed me. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm running up the stairs, booking it past um, this girl. Girl, like uh, 12. Yeah. <laughs> 15, okay, Brandon? 15. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's like putting in good effort. Yeah. And, uh, but like one thing I knew coming into this race uh, is I was terrible at doing dismounts. Uh, it's like, you, you have to get off your bike while it's still rolling mm. and keep going. So you have to practice, like, th- standing up, throwing your, your, your one leg off to the side, and then you, you like, cross your leg over uh, the, the pedal on the side. Mm. You cross your leg over and around. So that way you can just start your running stride right away. Yeah, and you, and you, you have to all... put your hand in a special spot while you're riding your bike going, like, 10 miles an hour. And you're already gassed from, like, how how much you've just been, you know, pedaling away yeah. at, as, at, as fast as you can, so... Like, this staircase spot was just behind a spot on the track where I had to get off and jump over a tree mm-hmm. stump, you know? Yeah. So, really, like, the, the gist, the point that I want to make with this whole thing mm-hmm. was uh, I knew that this staircase was going to be a challenge for me mm-hmm. uh, because I wasn't practiced at doing it. Mm-hmm. But last week I went to the DePaul University Nature Park and I spent this time just practicing and I did terrible. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I had a friend that he knew better. Like, he's actually the friend that got me to start to want racing. Mm-hmm. I watched him at races back home in Colorado and just thought that this race looked like so much fun. Like, mm-hmm. all the spectators heckle and, like, sometimes they hand you a beer over the barrier while you're racing. Mm-hmm. Any sport that's got beer in it while you're, you're going, I'm totally behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Yeah, I, I was like, tra- like, man, like, I, I really need some help from you. You know what to do. Can you teach me how to do this? I was like trying to teach myself from YouTube videos uh, of like the best cyclocross rider ever, and it was just too challenging. And it, like, I, I couldn't follow that example. But then I sought out this help from Travis, and I spent this time practicing, uh, like, more than half an hour at the nature park last week, just dismounting and remounting, throwing myself up on my bike. Because you, you have to get off, which is hard enough, but then you're also running the whole time, and like it's hard to run at bike pace. Mm-hmm. And while you're running, you uh, when you're done with the staircase, you jump onto your bike mid sprint, like while you're, yeah, you, you have to hop on up and over. And I was really worried about the dismount. I was like, one of these times, I'm just going to like... But you said you were practicing with, with Travis, right? Mm-hmm. And Travis is, I mean, he's, is he a professional racer? He's not a professional, he's just, but he's he very good collegiately. Though. Yeah, so, uh, so to think yeah. that like, he's not this incredibly good racer, but like, he's someone who's like, far enough ahead of you where he can like, remember like, oh, okay, so this is what I struggled with, and you can do these certain things. Mm-hmm. So finding someone to guide you that... Um, that can lead you in a way that they're able to understand where you are um, is a lot easier and you can trust them more because it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I know that like, you're, I mean, you're good, but like, you're not that good. So like, you, you probably understand where I am. So like, yeah, please help me, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that way I don't like fall off and hurt myself. Yeah. You know, yeah. because I didn't have anything telling me I couldn't do dismounts, run up a like 25 step staircase uh, that like the all the cement was breaking and it was super slippery because it was early in the morning so it was like dewy and misty 
like I didn't have anything telling me I couldn't do that. There mm-hmm. wasn't anything ex- uh, outside of yeah. me externally, yeah. But I didn't have the skill yet internally until mm-hmm. I took the time to practice. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't practice very much, so I didn't do it super good or anything. Uh, but it, it enabled me to have the skill and gave me the freedom to do it mm-hmm. because I had practice. I think that's like something that we, we can kind of miss out a lot on uh, is like when, when, the, when the view of freedom that we have around us is just, well, nothing's like, keeping you from doing it. Like we need to take time to look within ourselves and uh, to realize like, do I actually have the capabilities to do the things that I desire? Because we can. We're totally, there's nothing externally telling us we can. Mm -hmm. But we need to be practiced and we need to train ourselves in order to get to that point where we can do these things. So there needs to, the, the, uh, it needs to become an internal choice. Something from within ourselves that teaches us and leads us to the point of being able to do these things, right? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I was nodding and I forgot that I... You can't see me nodding. So he yes. was so affirmative. I was like, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I feel very, <laughs> very touched <laughs> from how how affirming my nods were. Yeah. Uh, well, I think uh, we need to take another quick break here on uh, in the station. Uh, but thank you for tuning into ninety-one-five WGRE, your sound alternative. This is the Striving Guys. My name is Liam Burns, host of The Politics, which is streaming here on WGRE on Wednesdays from 7 to 8 p.m. It seems like the latest political news changes by the minute, so tune in for an hour as we go through a nonpartisan recap of the biggest stories with a new guest each week. After the news, we'll have an in-depth discussion about our guest political involvements. It's going to be fun, and I hope you'll tune in. If you ever miss an episode, catch us on Apple Podcasts for complete episodes in their entirety. We are back here in the 91.5 WGRE studio. This is Seth. This is Brandon. We are the Striving Guys uh, with the Art of Living radio show and podcast at the 1 o'clock hour. Here uh, is also a shout-out to our friend Liam Burns uh, for making WGRE 91.5's DJ of the Week nice. and winning a free Bluetooth speaker. Oh, that's awesome. I know. We have some things to live up to here, Brandon. Right, we got a right. big stuff. Wow. Big stuff making gains making moves on campus absolutely mm. uh liam also just a, a nice little plug i know that liam won his uh 91.5 wgre vote within the last minute uh making votes and moves at the last minute so just a friendly reminder too don't forget to vote in your local uh, elections, wherever you're from. Um, it's a little too late to send in your mail-in ballots. But, you know, never know. Maybe send it out and ask. Maybe there's something you can still do to vote at home. Uh, but it's always good to do your civic duty. It makes a difference. Mm-hmm. All righty. Um, so here this afternoon, we've been talking about, on our Art of Living podcast, the concept of freedom. Um, so just to share a little bit of what we were talking about, you know, freedom from, we've got, um, the, the, it means there's nothing external imposing upon us. Nothing from the outside is telling us what we can, can or can't do. Um, can, can or cannot, uh, just to make sure everybody can hear that through. But, 
Yeah, what, how's the, the concept of freedom to different from the concept of freedom from? So the freedom to is, uh, as Seth was saying about like Talos, living out the way that you're intended to. So are you fully free to uh, live and like live with intent, right? So thinking of the art of living and bringing that concept back into it, um, freedom too means being able to uh, live a life worth living and live a life that actually is um, attractive, right? So this this life where it's just like this person is doing something that like I want to do, right? Um, and so the freedom too actually requires a lot of effort. Um, it actually requires discipline um, versus like freedom from. You really, it doesn't matter if you have discipline or effort, like it's not going to help you. There's outside forces that, that are working on you that you cannot be free from. Um, so again, freedom two is an internal choice. It's this choice to um, discipline yourself, restrict yourself in certain ways so that you can excel and um, you know, really enjoy life in other ways. Um, and that's, that's an internal choice that, that you'll have to make on your own. So... Yeah, Seth, any, any other thoughts on freedom and freedom from, freedom to? I think a great way uh, kind of just to wrap up a little bit is like, yeah. what, how do you think that uh, this concept of freedom ties into, uh, how do you think it ties in to the, the whole podcast, the series, The Striving Guys and The Art of Living? We, I guess we touched on The Art of Living a little bit, but what about striving uh, mm-hmm. and pursuing virtue? What, what, how do you think this freedom ties in? I think that... Um, in order to strive for things, you have to actually have discipline in, like we, we talked about last week, like cutting away the fat, right? So if I really love lying in bed until noon every day, I don't have the freedom to uh, learn to, uh, I don't know, play an instrument, ride a bike, or, you know, read a book even, right? Because I can't discipline myself to wake up earlier, I no longer have the freedom to enjoy um, these things in life that actually can give me a lot more joy than just staying in bed till noon, right? Um, what do you think, Seth? That's totally a great point. You know, you, uh, and, and really like what it comes down to is like, it's not necessarily a bad thing to stay in bed until noon sleeping, yeah. right? Um, but it just limits our abilities to be able to choose other things. Mm-hmm. You're not free to go do, uh, let's say you want to have your own podcast mm-hmm. or you want uh, to run a triathlon. Mm-hmm. You know, you're probably not going to be able to lie in bed until noon every day. If you want to do well in school, mm-hmm. in order to do that, you have to show up to class and know what your assignments are yeah. and be attentive to the lectures. Um, if you want to do good in a job, in a career, um, these being faithful to the little things that you have to do gives you the freedom to go out and achieve and succeed and do well, right? Yeah, and I think that, um, I know it's a cliche, but thinking back, like, on the last day of your life, when you look back at your life, are you going to say, wow, I am, I really wish I had slept more, or I really wish that I had drank a lot more or done a lot more of just whatever I wanted um, instead of like pursuing all these great things and having these great relationships with people. Just like, I think it's important to like look at what do you want to feel accomplished in by the end of your life, right? Definitely. Because when you, when you have that end in mind and you know why you want to do things, it a lot, makes it a lot easier to do the details. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a great TED Talk 
uh, on Why by Simon Sinek and what makes Apple so great mm. of a company. It's because they communicate their vision in what they do. Mm. Uh, that's something I really hope to be able to do and learn more about is not only like not only sharing with people in my life what I want to do and how I want to do it, but first and foremost, c- communicating why I want to do it. Uh, because the what and the how tend to be less important. Uh, the why, like when we, when we know why we want to do things, uh, it just allows us to connect. Yeah. Actually, yeah, and totally. seeing like, oh, you want it, like that's why you want to do. It. Like, I want that too, right? It's mm-hmm. so like, and then learning, like, okay, so we are the same. Like, he has a desire to live like this amazing life mm-hmm. because it gives him a lot of joy. Well, I like joy, and I want that. So how and what are you doing to achieve that, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to know, versus like, I don't see something and go like, that, like, this thing is how I'm going to reach my joy. It's, it's the other way around. You see something that is like, that you can relate to, and then say like, how and what do I need to do in order to achieve that? Totally, that's so good. Because, yeah, I, I think, but a couple of other things that you can kind of just look forward to for the podcast, um, you know, in order to be free, sometimes we have to say no to things. So we've, we, we're discussing uh, the art of saying no. Is it something to look forward to in the future? The intellect, the will, and the passions and how they relate to our decision-making um, and how we can discern how to do the right things. Do you remember what discernment means, the word discernment? We talked about it at our job training this summer. No. That was a good dramatic class, <laughs> man. We gotta keep this guy around. Uh, uh. Uh, discernment is to separate, to mm. to figure out the good and the bad. Um, talk about virtue of friendship, um, yeah, and just uh, some other kind of cool and fun things. That that probably wraps up our conversation for today pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you so much for taking the time today with us to learn about freedom, talk about freedom. Uh, hopefully something was informative, and if not, we'd also love to hear from you. Uh, uh, we're working on getting an email put together for our Striving Guys uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Also, very soon, you'll also be able to listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts. Currently, you can find our podcasts on Podbean. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, please please keep listening. Please let us know how we're doing. Um, by next week, we'll let you know an email. Well, maybe not next week. Next week's fall break. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the near future, the next time you hear from us, uh, we'll, we'll have information on listening to our podcasts online and how you can give us some feedback as well. Uh, If there's anything you want to hear about, any topics that you want to hear us discuss, um, or if you just want to continue conversation, just shoot us an email. We can uh, go from there. Uh, Or if we suck and you hate this, then let us know. How how can we do better? I love being heckled. Yeah, it's good. It's good for the soul. It's very good for the soul. (laughs) Humbling. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much for tuning in. Great. Thank you. Thank you also. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, My name is Seth Monholland. I'm Brandon Pankin. And we are the Striving Guys. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Art of Living podcast presented by the Striving Guys, Seth and Brandon. This recording was first shown live on 91.5 WGRE at DePaul University in Greencastle, Indiana. To listen again, you can tune in to 91.5 on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time or stream wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to click that share button. We're taking your time!
Hang it up!